Hey, Steve. Yes, honey. What's the most slippery country in the world? I don't know what. Greece. Oh. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to Engage, a family gaming podcast. This is episode 179. And I'm your host, Stephen Dutzman. As always, this is the official video game and board game podcast for EngageFamilyGaming.com. EFG is a website where parents like myself and my co-hosts come together to make sure everyone has the information they need to get their family game on. This week is a very special week. It is our E3 predictions episode. This is a special time uh, when I bring people who are not typically on the podcast to come and uh, share their thoughts, feelings, and specifically predictions about E3. We're going to keep track of it this year on a major, on a awesome bulletin board, and uh, the winner gets bragging rights. Um, there are no cash prizes here, because those would be uh, taxable, and we don't want to do that. So uh, you can't tax bragging rights, so that's how we're going to go. Last year's champion is joining us. His name is, uh, he need not be mentioned, but because he is the man behind the curtain. John, how are you? I'm a little uh, sleepy from that Pokemon announcement. Oh, man. Yeah, we just got I've done been watching a... i shape for that all my life. Yeah. <laughs> we just got done watching the Pokemon uh, press conference. Not to be confused with the Pokemon Direct for Sword and Shield. That's next week. This was literally all the other Pokemon junk they could think of. Um, they opened with some Detective Pikachu stuff. Strong play, considering it's doing well in the box office. I saw it, and there's actually a review. Same here. Um, Same here. Um, and, uh, there is a review up on the EFG Daily Commute, so if you want to hear my kids yelling about it in the car with me, uh, that is that. Um, and you may have heard a voice. That is a voice that you've probably never heard before, and that is our community manager, Jeff Walker. Sir, how are you? I'm good. Welcome to the show, finally. I'm glad I could finally get on it. Yeah. Well, this is this is one episode you can guarantee that you'll be on every year, because we, I try and bring on some, some other faces, um, and we know that you have thoughts, feelings, and opinions, um, and predictions, um, and so, yeah, that's, what, that, that's today's big topic. We're going to, basically, folks, we're going to go around the, the, the room, although we're not in the same room, we're in fact in different states and time zones at that yeah. matter. Um, but we are going to go around. Each of us will make a prediction and we'll talk about it a little bit. Um, this is the part, if you'll remember previous years where I make a prediction and John talks junk about it for a few minutes. He makes a prediction. I talk junk about it for a few minutes. Um, we will probably call each other crazy a lot. Um, and I'll be right. And then unfortunately, because John is a weasel, <laughs> Um, and makes softball cheesy predictions. Oh, mine um, aren't softball this year. Okay, last year you predicted some softballs, and you 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 counted them as home runs, and I, I was disappointed. You'll notice I called people out this year for their softball predictions. We are also going to be reading some predictions from one infinite co-host. That would be uh, Michael Dutzman. He has sent us his predictions. Um and uh, we will also be reading some predictions from the EFG community. Uh, if you are ever interested in joining that, um, head on over to engagefamilygaming.com slash community. That is a community largely run by Jeff. Mm-hmm. So um, thank you very much for doing that for us, Jeff. So let's just get started. Um, and speaking of Jeff, why don't you start us off with one of your predictions? Um, 
because I am curious to see. Well, I mean, I've already seen it in writing, but I, honestly, I forgot. So just uh, <laughs> tell us what you predicted. Uh, yeah, my first prediction is that I think that Banjo-Kazooie is going to be announced as the next Smash DLC. And the reason behind that is that with Microsoft and Nintendo kind of playing nice when he, with each other and Cuphead coming to Switch, I feel like that would be a good gateway for them to put Rare Replay on Switch. Wow, so that's like a double a double whammy yeah. prediction. Okay. Yeah, I like that a lot. So Banjo-Kazooie, um, so... Yeah, I mean, it would be, it makes sense. They've been putting a lot of collections on the Switch. So your prediction is two parts. You're predicting that Banjo-Kazooie will be the next Switch DLC. Let's talk about that first. John, do you think that's going to happen? I think uh, we're at a place where Microsoft and Nintendo are holding hands together for for the first time. Um, uh, with, with Minecraft coming over and xbox live being an app that's going to be enabled on switch sometime next year yeah um there's there's no reason that microsoft can't print money that way you know like yeah it's literally printing money because every everyone that's ever played banjo is gonna go buy it anyone that has a switch and has played banjo is gonna go buy it so you get a two for right off the bat because all you have to do is send over the uh, the property, the uh, the the game assets for uh, the game model for I mean, Banjo, and then it's a and little then bit harder. Smash, yeah, but then he's in Smash, and then you know just have to port over uh, Banjo Kazooie to Switch, which is you know everybody's doing that now, so makes well, sense. And also, I think with it being DLC. It's a lot easier for Microsoft to get a little more monetization out of that than if they were announced in the actual ultimate lineup. Well, well, also, Smash rules that you have to have a game on that system at one point or another to be in Smash. That's why they made a Persona game for Switch. That's why Joker's there. I don't know if that's exactly why. I think that I think you're making that's some why. bold you're making some bold ass statements there. That's why, um, that's why Persona had to come out this year so that Joker could be in Switch. I mean, Joker could be in Smash. That was I not guess. the Persona game we all wanted. Well, obviously. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, but whatever. Anybody that really wanted to play that game played it on PS4. Doesn't really need it. Yeah. On Switch. Um, okay. So I. So here are my thoughts on that. I think that. It, if they announced Banjo Kazooie, I wouldn't be upset or surprised. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I have my own prediction about the next Smash DLC, and I'm not going to tip my hand on that. I'll go into that later. But um, I think Banjo would be fun, right? And man, Rare mm-hmm. Replay, I have it. I played it on Xbox One. Here's the problem with Rare Replay. It's it's really not a lot of good games. No. Like Rare has some bangers. But, like, the bulk of the Rare games aren't that are good are not on Rare Replay. So they would, have to need, they would need to have to do, like, a Rare Replay Plus that includes, like, the Donkey Kong Country games and, like, some of the other Rare games that were kind of left out. Mm-hmm. You know? Now, if they did that, now that would be awesome. I just don't necessarily see that happening. I guess we'll find out. Um, but I think that's a great start. 
Way to go, Jeff. First ever prediction on a video game podcast. We're, we're getting you started. John, um, what is your first prediction? My number one uh, would be Microsoft releases its new, new hardware, has its new hardware announcement, and then uh, announces that Xbox Live will be bundled automatically with Game Pass, and it's going to cost way more money, and the internet is going to hate it. That's a that's a lot of prediction. Um, I mean, uh, the first part, if you had left it at Microsoft is announcing new hardware, yep. I would have called that an OMG softball just because they've already told us they're talking yeah. about the new hardware. <laughs> so that's not really a prediction. Um, that's more of a, a, a news analysis. But this piece yeah. about them bundling Xbox Live and Xbox Game Pass, I absolutely see that happening. It makes total sense. Yeah, it does make sense, but it's going to cost too much money. So how much is too much? hundred dollars a year i mean that's a hundred dollars a year that's is, a steal wait, hold on though real people but like a hundred dollars a year is less than game passes though how much is game pass game pass is 10 bucks a month it's so, 15 dollars for the two of them bundled together right now per month i believe yeah i think you can get them bundled together for 15 bucks now there are people who think that is too expensive i mean yeah. predicting that the internet will get angry is also a little bit of a softball, but I get it. But I think the real key is you're saying that they're going to be bundled People, automatically, meaning you will not be able to buy them separately. Exactly. And okay, I can actually get down with that. Will upset the internet. Well, because it's going to be a price hike on both of them, right? Yeah. Like if you make it, you know, I mean, it, if they made it a hundred dollars a year for both, it would be a cut on Xbox Game Pass, but not a huge one. But an increase on, I mean, but it's still, you would still be saving a lot on both of them. Yeah. I don't know. I I don't know the, I can't crunch those numbers, but I can absolutely see Microsoft saying, no, we're, in the next gen, they're not going to be two different services. What about, Jeff, what do you think? You think they're going to be two, they, do you think that they're going to continue offering two different services when they can just put them under the same SKU and find a way to get a little bit more cashola? No, and yeah, I don't think that they would want to make them two separate services anymore just because with their um with PlayStation Plus also as an option and they wanted and they just want to make sure that people are, you know, playing those Microsoft games and those Microsoft games are getting out there. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, I'm in. Um I think I think there's no way that they're we're going to leave them as two separate. So I, I think that is a pretty safe bet. I'm not calling it a softball, but I think it's a pretty safe bet um, because it makes sense to streamline it. You got one, you have just Xbox gold or yeah. something like that. And then just, you get game pass, you get Xbox live, boom, the whole thing. I, I am, mean, I'm down with that. There's many people I've heard that just get the game pass. So why I mean, I think it would be in Xbox's best interest to just bundle in Xbox Live with that. Yes. I Yeah, I agree. Absolutely. All right, let me get my announcements, or, or not announcements, my predictions out. Because for some reason they are gone. And that really makes me upset. Okay, here's my first prediction. Mario, or not Mario, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 is going to have Amiibo support. That is my prediction. I think there's going to be Amiibo support, and I actually believe that there will be a Marvel character with an Amiibo. I don't know which one. 
But I feel like there will be a Marvel character with an amiibo announced during the Nintendo press conference. How many different characters do you play as in that game? Yo, th- there's so many right now. You could play, like, basically all the top I mean, I don't want to say all, but, it's like... It's not like the Lego games. I think it, they yeah. amount 20 to 30 right now. They just released a video mm. casually announcing, like... So, Psylocke is a playable character. Okay? <laughs> so, like, if Psylocke is a playable character... Yeah, I get then, you. Then they're not even really super worried about... But, like, Psylocke isn't a playable character. Nightcrawler is a playable character. Um, They showed off a paint... There's, like, a painting on the wall that has um, Colossus and Cyclops, along with our, the, a, a whole bunch of other people who have already been confirmed as playable. So... Like I'm, okay. I'm. It feels to me like that confirms Cyclops and Colossus. That also makes sense because Colossus is a heavy, and Cyclops. How do you make? How do you include the X Men without including Cyclops? Mm-hmm. As long as uh, they include Kitty Pride, I'll be okay. They probably yeah. won't, bro. I don't even know. Is she, is she even <laughs> in the comics anymore? Um, She's but, the leader of the X Men right now. The X Men are so weird. Um, <laughs> Is that that's like that's largely because Cyclops got himself arrested and or killed, right? Well, Probably. Cyclops died years ago, and Xavier's dead. She's running it in the middle of Central Park right now. Yeah, Xavier's dead because Cyclops killed him. Spoiler alert, everybody! I guess yeah. for a three-year-old comic series, whatever. It's fine. So that's my first prediction. Specifically, my my prediction is that Marvel Ultimate Alliance three will have amiibo support. I feel strongly. That they will have a, a Marvel character amiibo, but I, I'm not ready to predict that. But I do think that it's going to have amiibo support. It makes super sense, you know, like a costume, or you know, like could you imagine like Wolverine with like a Mario hat on or something like that? <laughs> you know, like th- it's totally the kind of crap that would happen in this game. Tell me, tell me I'm wrong. No, you're, you're right. The Nintendo is out there with that kind of stuff. And this is a Nintendo a exclusive. That's the thing. Yeah. This is a Nintendo exclusive, so they don't have to worry about, oh, well, what if we put it in? We make sure we got to take it out. Nope. This is yeah, this is it. And they put Nintendo, they put Amiibo support in Bayonetta. Yeah. Where you could dress Bayonetta up like Peach. So if they're going to do that, <laughs> then Scarlet Witch can dress up like Peach. It's fine. Um, so that is my first prediction. Uh, Jeff, what do you got for number two? Wait, actually, wait, I have to do Michael's now. Yep. I'm going to pretend to be the, 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 uh, infinite co-host. <clears throat> okay. Um, he actually predicted all of the, sma- the remaining Smash characters. What I will do to be fair to him, because they are all really bad predictions. Um, I'm going to say all of them. And if any one of them happens to be correct, you know what I mean? We'll give him, we'll give him the point. We'll give him four chances to get it right because he really is just going all in on, on black. You know what I mean? Like he's just, he's just going for it. So here we go. His predictions for DLC characters. I can't even believe I'm reading these for smash. Uh, one, Sephiroth. Believe it or not, I actually think that might kind of... Yeah, that, of all that, of these, that's the one that is possible. Exactly. Um, two, Captain America. <laughs> Three, 
Ray from Star Wars. And lastly, Sora. So, okay, so if I were to put these, I feel like there's two tiers. I feel like there's Sephiroth and Sora who are actually possible. And then there's Captain America and Ray, which are, if if Captain America is announced as DLC for Smash, I believe he wins, and it doesn't matter what the rest of us do. Yeah, yeah. Like, we just have to give him the win. Yeah. Nintendo wins E3. Okay. If, if Captain America is announced as Smash DLC, I will do a Facebook Live where I sing Jump Up Superstar. Wait. See, my rule to Smash, he sideways gets it. Because what? Marvel Marvel versus uh, the, uh, what did you just announce? Uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance, is Cap in there? He is in there. Then he sideways gets in there. Because they could add him in there because of Marvel Ultimate Alliance? Yep. It's possible, and I just said it. Listen, if yeah. Captain America ends up as a Smash character, I will sing Jump Up Superstar on stream. <laughs> we'll Ray, do it. Ray is, um, Ray is the most out there prediction. Sora, is... Sora, if Kingdom Hearts comes to Switch, which I hope it... I own it on everything, but I still hope it does. Me too. I, I mean, my, do- my daughter's name is Kyrie. I'd have to buy it Oh, again. yeah, yeah. Yeah, you have to buy it three times. Yeah. Um... Also, think about this. This is the thing that is worth mentioning. If you get, if you become a character in Smash, you get an amiibo, which means if there's a Sora amiibo, how many of those you got to buy, Jeff? Like thirteen. One for every member of my family. Yeah, <laughs> and then an extra one that you can leave in the box. Um, okay, so that is yep. uh, the man behind the curtains prediction. Um, no, he's that's predicting the, uh, extra man Smash from deals. The North. Oh, I'm sorry, you're the man behind the curtain. He is. The infinite co-host. Um, so, all right. So, uh, Jeff, number two, if you please. All right. So, last fall, there was this Harry Potter game that was leaked. I was so mad because I was at work when it was leaked. So, by the time I could get online that day, mm-hmm. all the videos were taken down. Yeah, they were. They mm-hmm. got nuked from orbit because it was the yeah. only way they could be sure. Yeah. So, my next guess is that the new Harry Potter game is going to be revealed with a release date for 2020. I'm thinking September just because that's when Harry Potter goes to school. I mean, that sounds reasonable. I do want to say one thing, though. The more specific your predictions get, the less likely you are to get it right. That's how Tomlinson does this. You gotta be... I'm just giving you some strategy. Yeah, you gotta back away a little bit. You gotta be like, well, it could be when Harry... Like... When Harry Potter got his letter. <laughs> With that said, let me tell you, if Here's that game is... my insider on that, though. My insider on that is when I worked at Lego, that's when we announced the Lego Harry Potter castle. When? On the day that he got the his letter? The day he got his letter. That was the the, the video release so day July, when I got, like... July yep. 31st, which is his birthday. Yep. So it should be that, like, week. I mean, I'm down. Listen, I'm down. It, that, the video, so I watched that video several times. And I will tell you this much. Um, if, if I get to play Harry Potter Skyrim, <laughs> sure. 
right? Like, that's basic. I mean, that's not basically what it was, but I mean, it was a kind of open world, very deep world building, because um, that's what Harry Potter's all about. I mean, that sounds awesome to me. And also, the fact that it's so far in the past, because the, the word on that's the street right, was that it was going to be set, like, in the turn of the set turn of the last century um that means that there's stuff going on that we you know like it's not involved in any of these plots it's not involved in any of the shenanigans um and it there's plenty of reason for it to not look exactly like it did in the movies etc i'm all in i'm not exactly a potterhead like like you jeff or like a lot of other folks but i certainly enjoy that world um i just want them to be able to it i want it to be licensed through warner brothers such that they and connected enough to the movies that they use uh, the soundtrack because that Harry Potter like those chimes you know what I'm talking about yeah. like the Harry Potter theme like I want that in a video game real bad yes, so that I would be awesome I pray that you are right I want to give you these points Jeff <laughs> I want to play that freaking game tell me I'm wrong no I'm I'm there with you and you're talking about the regular game, not the AR game that's been confirmed. No, yeah, no, I'm talking about the game that was leaked and then taken down. Gotcha. Yeah, all yeah right. I'm all behind that. Yeah, oh man, I'm so hyped for that. And it sounds like it's the timing is right. Um, so, Tomlinson, what is your next prediction? Number two, um, I think they're both going to be during the Nintendo Direct, but Ubisoft will announce Mario and Rabbids 2 yeah. and Starlink 2, which will be Switch exclusives. I mean, Starlink 2 it feels like a little early. I think Starlink 2 is definitely going to happen as a Switch exclusive with no Toys to Life components. It's just going to be a space shooting game. Um mm-hmm. I think it's a little early for that, but Mario plus Rabbids, that game was one of the best-selling Ubisoft games the year it came out. Like, it's, there is no reason that they would not make a sequel to that. Um, so that sounds great. Dude, I have Starlink 2. We, we did that thing. We did that thing because eventually it got cheap enough. I, it was, you know what, that game was... It got down to $20 for the Switch version. Like, yeah. it was a no-brainer at that point. It was worth it just for the R-Wing. Yeah. So my, I think that game was just five years too late. Like if that game came out in the middle yeah. of the Skylanders craze, um, which I'm still convinced Skylanders is coming back again. By the way, uh, but that's not one of my predictions. I just have a feeling. <laughs> but um, if it came out in the middle of it, that it that it would have been a big contender. I think. Oh yeah. So all right. So. You said Rabbids, two. Kingdom Battles 2, two. and Starlink 2. <laughs> You're a madman, but I like it. You're playing fast and loose. Um, all right, so I'll go next. We will see... Um, we will see the Avengers game during the Square Enix panel. And it will come out in 2020, or at least they will announce that it will come out in 2020. It will inevitably be delayed, but that's not so much of a prediction as a (laughs) understanding of the way video games work. But Square Square Enix will 100% be announcing that, and they're going to give a 2020 release date. 
That's a softball, I think. But I'm going to take it anyway because I'm the judge of what is and is not a softball. And <laughs> so it probably is one, but I'm going to yeah. not deem it one. I mean, we know they're definitely going to – I think the real key is we know they're going to bring the Avengers. If they don't, it's going to be a big yeah. problem on the internet. But I think 2020 is a safe bet. You know what? If they said it came out in 2019, I wouldn't be surprised either. But I think 2020 is a safer bet. Yeah, absolutely. What do you guys I, think? I I think 2019, but uh, I totally agree with you. They have to show it. They have to. It's been in the background for so long that it's time to get. It's time to show it finally. It was announced before last year's E3, wasn't it? It was announced years ago. Years ago. That's, yeah, yeah. In like a weird teaser trailer in the middle of January. Now, for a sub-prediction, this is just a little inside bet between the three of us. Let's say they do show us who's the first Avenger that appears on screen in the, Tony. In the trailer. Tony. Uh, Iron Man. Yeah. Or oh, That's fair, too. Iron you Man or Captain America. No, you can't. There's only three choice. Well, here's the. I, I, for me, there's only three choices, right? It's got to be yeah. the big three: Tony, Iron, Iron Man, Captain America, or Thor. It's got. I mean, right? I would say Iron Man, Captain America, or Spider Man. You think Spider Man? He's an Avenger. If it was Spider Man, though, I think it would have to be a Sony exclusive because they still technically own the rights to him. Also, if we're yeah. going to go that route, everyone has been an Avenger. Well, true. Right, Squirrel guys. Girl, there we go, my favorite. <laughs> Squirrel Girl, yes. Squirrel Girl. All right, so let's talk about that for a sec. So, Because this was my next question. So, all right, I, I actually think Iron Man is probably the first one we're going to see. I think that makes too much sense not to have him. Unless they have, like, all three of them appear, like, all at once. But... We know that this if they're going to make an Avengers game, it's not just going to be one of the guys or one of the characters, right? It's going to be an ensemble-type game. That just makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, I'm presuming that they're going to have... I mean, I, I don't, unless they're making, like, you know, Avengers Ultimate Alliance-style game, which would be fine <laughs> by me, um, who are going to be the primary women that they would include in the game? Because, I mean, they got to include the big three, probably the Hulk. I agree with Jeff. They probably couldn't include Spider-Man. So, but if they include those three guys and maybe the Hulk, who are the women they're going to include? I I mean, Black Widow. I feel like Black Widow's the only choice. I mean... Well, she's a choice. She's... I mean, there's plenty of choices, but if they... It depends on how big they want the playable roster to be it's not going to be marvel ultimate alliance that's for sure not going to be like the lego games true so you think they could get away with doing like iron man captain america thor and black black widow see that's what the public knows as the avengers like if I mean, you ask your mom who's the Avengers, you name those people. Well, so the so the here's the only so my mom is a bad example because if you ask my mom who's an Avenger, she'll she'll say everyone Batman. because I've trained her to say everyone yeah, is well. an Avenger. No, 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 not even Batman. She knows. She, oh, my okay. mom. Right. Did I tell you guys the story of my mom and the Infinity Stones? No, dude. Listen, um, I think I told this story on. The podcast? I, I told I it I on... No, I told it on Geek Embassy Watches. 
okay. which I don't know if either of you guys will listen to. Um, we did the Avengers preview thing. And my mom, before Infinity War, wrote like on her cute little floral notepad that she uses for grocery shopping. She showed me the list and it was like Space Stone. Soul Stone, question mark, question mark, question mark. Ask Steve. <laughs> Power Stone. Like, and so she just, she went, she spent a bunch of time figuring out where all the stones were. Um, and then eventually she crossed out Steve and decided that the Soul Stone must have been in Wakanda. Um, which means she was reading some very deep fan theories because there was a fan theory that the Soul Stone was going to be in Wakanda and that that's yep. why all the fights were there. Um, so, like, she she is a complete dork now. <laughs> she, I mean, she is all in. But anyway, all right, so that's enough about my number, uh, my, uh, number two prediction. And that will also be my last Marvel-related prediction for the day. Um, so uh, what is uh, Michael's next prediction? Let's see if we can squeeze one out of this kid that isn't bananas. Um, okay, so he's predicting that Square Enix wins E3. I don't even know what that means. Um, <coughs> oh, okay. So um, uh, now I understand his prediction. His prediction is either it's absolutely insane and they win, or they just announce a bunch of stuff for Final Fantasy fourteen and everyone is mad. So he doesn't think Square Enix is going to produce an average reasonable press conference. He thinks they're either going to be like the most dominant force in the universe or it's going to be a flop. What do you guys think? Do you think it's possible that Square Enix lays a goose egg on this one? Like, can they lay an egg coming in with Avengers, possibly Kingdom Hearts DLC, Final Fantasy VII Remix, or, or Remake, rather, although they'll probably call it a Remix. Let's be honest. They made... Look at what they did to Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> remix, Final Quest, plus, plus, negative. Final Fantasy VII, 27, 28 over 3... Whatever, I don't know. Final chapter prologue. Um Y'all y'all are laughing, but you know that it's we possible. Know that's that's what hurts the most. Have um, you even beaten uh Kingdom Hearts 3 yet? No, because I have so many other games. I know, I know. So what I, I just started playing it again this week. I what I so... need to what I need so... to do is I need to just what I really need to do is just take a weekend off and just do it from front and just do it. The problem is I'm so old and I fall asleep so easily. And the problem is the problem is realistically, the problem is that the gameplay loop is not compelling. I mean, we don't, we don't have to talk about it. It's a super fun game, but like the gameplay loop is not compelling anymore because like I did that 57 times already. Yeah. It's a PS2 ass PS2 game that looks really pretty. Yeah. Like I love the characters and I love the, the idea of it, but the act of playing the game is, it just makes me seepy. Like I, I want mean, them to make kingdom heart. I, I mean, it's a yeah. job. It's a job. That's yeah. It basically, it makes me feel like I'm working. Yeah. So that is Michael's prediction. He feels like they're either going to be king of the world or they're going to flop. I think it's perfectly possible for them to do something very average and make us not care. You know, like, Here's a bunch of information about Final Fantasy VII Remake that we 
already told you about. Oh, and here's the Avengers game that is just kind of meh. Yeah. Well, I mean, they could just announce the Avengers with uh, logo too. So. Oh, they absolutely could. They, they, you're absolutely right. I feel like they need to give at least a little bit of a teaser, but you're right. They could just show a logo. If they gave us like a release date and it, not a release date, but like a 2020 with a logo and maybe just a splash screen, which with the playable characters flying across the screen, I think that would be enough to get some hype. I think Final Fantasy VII Remake will carry them pretty much anywhere they want. Um... So, all right. So, Jeff, back to you. Prediction number three. So, my third prediction was I was kind of predicting Nintendo's fall. Uh, you'll notice for most of my predictions, I am kind of a Nintendo guy. So, most of my predictions came from there. Um, so, I predicted that Link's Awakening is going to come out in September, along with Luigi and o- Luigi's Mansion in October. Pokemon November, I feel like that was the dead giveaway. They're always November. The black the weekend before Black Friday is when Pokemon always comes out. Yep. And then Animal Crossing in December. And the reason I put them in that order was I just thought Animal with the November and December games always being so close together, Animal Crossing was a good game to throw in there that you could play leisurely while you're still trying to grind out Pokemon. I could get down with all of that. See, I think Link in August and Animal Crossing in uh, September. I mean, listen, this is one of those... I didn't even think to try and predict that because Nintendo... Nintendo could come out and and just delay Animal Crossing into next year and not give a crap. I mean, I wouldn't care that much either. I'm not a... Animal Crossing... I would care... um, my daughter, if she finds yeah. out that there is no Animal Crossing this year, Meggie will walk nuclear. to she will walk to rent to freaking the Nintendo Japan. headquarters. Yeah, she'll walk to. Uh, there's one in Washington State. She'll be fine. She'll she will walk there and just start RKOs everywhere. <laughs> it's just RKOs for every the entire treehouse. RKOs from a six year old that looks like a Gelfling. Just yeah. <laughs> maybe a stunner for good measure because she would want to mix it up a little bit, even though it's not really mixing it up a bit. Um, so, but I think they absolutely could delay it out of next year. And still this year is just a baller, you know, like if you think about starting next, next month, Super Mario maker two and sometime around there, Mario Kart on mobile, and then Marvel Ultimate Alliance, Marvel 3. Ultimate Alliance three, Fire and then Emblem. Fire Emblem, and then that—that's the end of the ones that we know. Isn't Astral Chain? August? Oh, and then Astral Chain is a little bit after that. So that's in a span of three months, four games that are Nintendo exclusives. Then we fast forward. We Luigi's Mansion three is coming this year. Link's Awaken is coming this year. So like, and then we know Pokemon. If that was all that was coming, let's just be real. If they had never mentioned Animal Crossing and we just knew that those were the things that were coming, we'd have been like, you know what? This end of this year is going to be pretty okay. Mm. Right? Like, yep. but that's not what they said. Because they said Animal Crossing. Like, 
And who knows? They could announce some other crazy stuff. I mean, what? I mean, the, predicting Nintendo's fall lineup is a bold move. We'll see how it pays off for you. Yeah, it's a bold strategy, Cotton. Bold strategy. Um, Tomlinson, what is your prediction numero trace? So my number three is basically what Jeff said, but a little bit different. Uh, Metroid twenty twenty. You're no. you are stoned. No, you are no, absolutely Dave. stoned. You, you said that at the same time that we got the logo two years ago. You were just like, you're you out are, of mind. No Metroid Prime There is 4. no way that they... No way. No way. And I was right. Yeah, that's I was fine. right. And you know what? I ate crow then. Oh, yeah. I'm not... E- this is the easiest thing for me to ever say. You are absolutely stoned. They might show it again, but they're definitely not going to say it's coming in 2020. You're saying... No way. Yeah, no. We're getting game. You're gonna play. be there at John's house. <laughs> at twenty twenty. Yeah, yep. there's no way. No way. If you know what, I will also sing Jump Up Superstar <laughs> Um on stream if they announce a twenty twenty release date. So so the rest of this are my Nintendo uh launch date predictions. Animal Crossing will be called Wild City. I like that. Count, right? And I, it'll come out in September. And then uh, Luigi's Mansion in October. Okay. I think Luigi's Mansion in October is just such a cute... Yeah, it's just like, perfect. It, yeah, I think it works. I um, was listening to another podcast, and they made them know that they could drop it even sooner because in Japan, the typical day to watch scary movies in Japan is during the summer. Yeah. You know what? Would it be? Would it surprise anyone if they announced it as a non-$60 title? And just released it right now. I mean, Maybe if it was too. a remaster. Yeah, I don't think that'd be the case because it's a retail release, so they're gonna want they're gonna want the boxes and stores. Oh, with... is it a retail release? Yeah, yeah. Oh, all right, never mind. All right, so I'll go next. Um, my prediction is uh, that. I know Microsoft is going to announce the new hardware. They've already told us. Um, I think the new Xbox will be released before next summer. So I think spring, something like that. Um, specific To be specific, summer it starts on June 21st. So I will believe that it will be before June 21st of next year and that there will be two skews of the uh, Xbox, whatever the hell the new thing is. I'm not going to try and guess on the name because Microsoft... Real dumb about naming stuff. So, what do you think the difference between the two is? I mean, I think one of them is going to be it's it's going to be kind of like what they are now, like the S and the X. There's going to be one that's going to be just a studly, you know, heavy duty with an SSD and all that jazz. Um, and I think there's going to be a more budget conscious one with a smaller with that will have a bigger hard drive, but will be focused more on like streaming and you know downloading games, probably without a disk drive. Because that's their new hotness. And, and actually be at a good price point. <laughs> um, I think that... The, I, hear, I, I, I see where you're going. Um, I think that the X1S All Digital Edition... I think that price point sucks now. But I think if they keep the price difference... They said... They were, I think the real key with that announcement is that they were going to keep the price difference the same moving forward and that means eventually they're going to be dropped i mean eventually a couple of price drops from now 
the Xbox One S is going to be two hundred bucks. Which means at that point, the Xbox One all digital S all a digital edition will be one hundred and fifty dollars. And we know, and I think this is absolutely going to be true. Um, I think a lot of the sales for the Xbox are going to come after the generation is over. PlayStation players buying cheap Xboxes so they can go play like Master Chief Collection and some of those other games. Because if you already have a membership with Xbox Live and Xbox Game Pass, you buy this $150 box, you already have that one membership, you get access to all those other games, you put in a different, you know, that type of thing. I know the new... I think it just makes... I, I think that they are preparing for a few years down the road. But anyway, I, that's not really part of the prediction. But yeah, but just real quick going off of that, I see where you're coming from because when they announced the all-digital edition, I was one of the people saying, if it's $200 or less, I'm buying one just for Game Pass alone because yep. I own a Switch, I own a PS4, I do not own an Xbox One. Yeah. I mean, there's there's got to be a million guys just like you who are like, you know what, I'd love the Xbox exclusives, you know, I'll buy an Xbox One for 150 bucks, $200 just for Game Pass. Um, okay, so those that's my thought. What do you think? What do you think, John? You think I'm crazy? No, I think you're absolutely right. I think one's going to be all digital. <clears throat> one, one will be the uh, SSD, like, you know, PS4 Pro style. Yeah. Like, super duper one. Um, I, I hope they put the right people behind this because, you know, it, I think with what they did with the, uh, the, uh, original at the, what was it? The S not the Scorpion. The Scorpion was the, the pimped out one, right? Uh, well, the Scorpion was just the, the Scorpio was the nickname for the Xbox one. That was its code name, the Scorpio. Yeah, but was it Scorpion was like, not Scorpion, I don't remember. But in PS4 terms, I, I just want to make sure that they don't put like an HDR one out there that's just like the budget one with no hard drive, no nothing. And then like this super duper like uh, PC gamer type one that has all the bells and whistles and costs like $200 more. And they price themselves out of the game because that's what they did with um, when they did their iterations. That's why the PS4 Pro is still more popular. Yeah. I mean, I think a big part of the PS4 being more popular is there are a fair number of people that have disposable income already were in on the PS4 ecosystem and saw Mm -hmm. an opportunity to spend a little bit of money to upgrade. Yeah. Um, I really do think a lot of people like I don't think anybody, I don't think there are that many people buying PS PS4 Pros that are new. My gut reaction is there's a lot of people that are upgrading. Yeah. Um, so it'll be interesting to see. Um, Michael's next prediction. This one is spicy, and I desperately want it to happen. And I think it actually has a shot. Um, Final Fantasy Tactics: War of the Lion and Final Fantasy Tactics Advance remastered for the Switch. Um, I think those would be amazing. I am stunned that War of the Lion was not announced when they announced all those uh, Final Fantasy games coming to the Switch and the PS4 and Xbox One. 
War of the Lion was already remastered and put on iPad. If it can run on an iPad, it can run on all these systems. And Tactics, now Tactics Advance, that's a bit of a stretch. But I also think that one would be kind of cool too. What do you guys think? You guys Final Fantasy Tactics dudes? The, I'm not a Tactics guy. The only one I've played was the DS one, which I think was Final Fantasy Tactics A2. Yeah. Something about a gr- Grimoires of the Drift or something like that. Yeah. Uh, I You'll notice beat... he didn't talk about this one, that one. <laughs> so that's my only... Because when Final Fantasy Tactics came out, I was a little young for RPGs. I didn't get them at the time. So, John, we hate this guy now. <laughs> <laughs> I was a little young for Final Fantasy. All right, great. Oh, how... My, fr- Jeff, my first how... RPG... What? How old are you? 30. Thirty. Yeah. Oh, Jesus, you're such a baby. He's such a baby. Oh, I would have been like too old enough to be on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he technically has a child, so. Yeah. I bring the youth to our team. He brings the youth. He brings the youth to the team. Well, Tila actually brings the youth to the team. She is even yeah. younger than you. Um, so, all right. So that's Michael's shenanigans. Honestly, of so far, that's his best prediction. I would love to see like a collection of the tactics, but I also want, and this was in my deep cuts uh, predictions, a full on like re- uh, remaster of FF one through nine, like as one game. You mean like one collection? Cause yeah, they're very, yeah. Cause yeah. We, 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 we saw rumors of that like two years ago and then they just disappeared. And there was yeah. so much hype in my heart, like in my actual heart for that. Well, the reason like they didn't do that is because they, that. the reason they didn't do that is because they knew that they could just charge us oh, twenty yeah, five yeah. bucks a piece for them. Um, I would or, love or a tr- on switch. Yeah. Um, I would love a, uh, like a true, like remake of final fantasy one. Yeah. Like not just like a remaster, not like an up res, not like a replace uh-huh. all the sprites. I'm talking like, just make it new but keep some of the basic ideas the same, I would be so down for that. That, right. that would be good, because that game is just really hard to go back to looking at it in a modern eye. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This, it's so archaic. Um, all right, Jeff. Prediction numero quattro. All right. My fourth prediction is SNES games are going to come to Nintendo Switch Online. I like that. It. That's a softball. <laughs> that is my softball prediction. I don't think that's a softball. I don't think that's a softball. You, If you think it's a softball, that means you are giving Nintendo credit for something. I don't think that's a softball. I would act, honestly... Reggie has said that SNES games are coming. So Reggie, Reggie don't work there no more. No, before he oh. quit. <laughs> All right. Listen, you know what? If they come, that sounds great to me. I, But I don't know that it's... I'm giving you credit. I don't think it's a softball. Because I don't know, man. I don't know. It's a softball I support. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I support it. <laughs> Listen, I have a Switch Online account. I would yeah. certainly play some SNES games. Um, okay. You do have Thomas. a caveat, Joe. You, Jeff, you, you say that there's a price increase coming. I did... Uh, I did put in parentheses that it might come with a possible price increase for the tier because I don't 20... think there's a price increase. 
I, I think they're coming and there won't be a price increase. I don't think Nintendo can afford to raise that price because the service sucks. Yeah. I that mean, could be it too. Yeah. I mean, how many people are pissed right now that they pay for online and, you know, they don't get to play cooperatively. They don't get to play online like Super Mario Maker 2 with friends or whatever. Yeah, and that, like, that was the most, like, you could patch that. You have all the time in the world right now. <laughs> Yeah, their reasoning, be- their reasoning behind it was that it would mess up the r- online leaderboards because people would be able to work together. Then make two different leaderboards. That's what I thought. <laughs> uh, anyway. Yeah. All right, so Mr. Tomlinson. All right, so. Uh, what's, your, what's your next one? This is mine, and I'm going to call myself out for it being a softball. That Final Fantasy VII Chapter One will be announced for January because it's still registered as a chapter game. Yeah, I mean they have. They, not only is it registered, they've expe- they've specifically confirmed it. I think January is an aggressive date, but I like it. I like the cut of your jib. I, I don't I, think that's a softball. It's the same team from Kingdom Hearts Three, and that team pushed for January, so. I, I love think it. that's going to be that team's release date. Yeah, they All announced right. it in two parts. If they I didn't remember. say two, they just they said, said it's chapters. coming in parts. Yep. Okay. I would bet. I think that it's probably going to come in four. I think it's going to come in four parts, and they can yeah. charge twenty nine ninety nine for each one. See, I read an article that they've announced that they'll they'll charge sixty dollars for each. Game because each one's supposed to be a full game. Okay, that that's a little much. Yeah, it uh, is. I I mean I the, the most recent report I read was from Eurogamer and they just said they were confirming the um that it was a episodic. Um, okay. Listen, if they charge sixty bucks, then and you know there are three chapters or whatever. Um, nerds are still going to buy it. I'm going to buy it, even though I'm not a huge Final Fantasy VII fan. I like just have to. Um, and they'll be mad, but they'll do it anyway. Like it'll be the most ineffective boycott ever. They'll be mad, but then they'll be like, "Welp, yep. got to do it anyway." My goal is to play the original on Switch before the new one comes out because I've never played the original. Well, you got to oh. get to work. Yeah. You gotta get to work because according to John, you got until January. The good yeah, news is exactly. it's not that long of a game. Yeah, it's not. Plus, they have all the cheats and stuff. Yeah, you have um, books on books right now. Yeah, books on books on books. All right, so uh, numero quattro for me. Um, I made my own Smash character prediction. I believe that the new Smash character is going to be Erdrick from Dragon Quest, um, and he will be available on June. 9th, 10th, which day is the, whatever day the Nintendo conference is, the they're going to say he is announced today. Day one of E3. He is available today. That is my prediction. Anyone care to argue with me on that? I mean, they've leaked, they've been, that's been the rumor since Joker was announced that he was going to be the next one. So I see it's very plausible. I just don't care about him, so I wanted to go with another prediction. Listen, don't hate, okay? Don't hate. Um, 
All right, so I have uh, a another prediction from Michael. Uh, the Secret of Evermore remaster trailer. So they're going to show a trailer for a remaster to Secret of Evermore. Either you guys familiar with Secret of Evermore? Yes. So my my yeah, great grandma had it on her Super Nintendo, and I would play it. Jesus, I feel so old. <laughs> um, Secret of Evermore. Tomlinson is a Secret of Mana style action role playing game uh, mm. that instead of having like a whole party, you have a dog that follows you around, but you travel through different time periods, and the dog is always different. And like you go into the future, and the dog is like a toaster with eyeball lasers. It's a very goofy game. He says that it's kind of like got a Stranger Things vibe. I don't know that that's necessarily the case, but I see what he's getting at. So that is. That, like, um, Mother would be a Stranger Things-like game. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, back to you, Jeff. Uh, what my is last... your last prediction? My last prediction goes off of what John was saying, but mine is that Final Fantasy VII does not get an actual release date, and it just will say 2020. All right. Okay. My, my reasoning behind this is Square has been burnt, Kind of on their last two games getting moved back and I'm looking at Final Fantasy 15 and Kingdom Hearts 3 and they kept yep. getting delayed and delayed that they just that I feel like they might want to play it smart and just not put an actual release date to get people's hopes up yep yeah no they're not going to put out a release date until they need to on these things I actually agree with that a million percent John what is your final prediction See, this is like outside my wheelhouse, but we're getting a new Plants vs. Zombies. I don't know if it's modern garden warfare or a new uh, grid style, but we're getting a new game. I think that makes perfect sense. Yeah. I would love uh, Porche Nolos Dos. Why not both? I think yeah. it is perfectly time for Plants vs. Zombies 3 and Plants vs. Zombies Garden Warfare 3. Let's just do it. Um, here's my real thing. Plants vs. Zombies Garden Warfare Battle Royale. Yeah. That, that's I mean, the, it would that's fit. The, that's Could you what imagine just 100 next? pea yeah. shooters? 50 pea shooters versus 50 zombies. With no voice chat. Sounds awesome. I would right? do it. Yeah. Like... The game modes just kind of, like, they just, it's perfect, you know? Like, it's just, the whole, just lampooning on the that whole model, it just makes perfect sense with that particular game, the Garden Warfare game. Um, Absolutely. All right, so my final prediction. Dun, 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 dun. Uh, Microsoft is going to reveal, officially, Minecraft Dungeons. During their press conference, which, by the way, I don't know if you guys saw this, but the Microsoft press conference is going to be two hours long. Speaking as someone who has to cover that, you're going to be there. With, you're going to be there in the trenches with me, Tomlinson. You're going to know. I know. Uh, we're going to be, be like okay. a lot of coffee during that one. Yeah. Oh my God. We're like going to be sitting so tired. There. Yeah. So, um, th so they're going to reveal Minecraft Dungeons, and I believe that they're going to have an open beta. Uh, before the end of 2019, so yeah. you gotta try that thing out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Probably, definitely cross-play at at the very least between PC and Xbox One. But you know, if they put the game out on Switch, it'll have cross-play there also. 
Um, and then uh, lastly, the fifth prediction from Michael. Uh, he believes that they're going to announce this. He announces he believes that they're going to announce a new Star Fox game, with uh, that includes and they're going to make the Starlink characters canonical within the Star Fox universe. <laughs> yeah. Um. I honestly, that's a uh, in the in the LARP turn in the LARP world. Jeff, uh, we would call that a counter scoop <laughs> where you just decide, nope, that person is on my team. You may not have them. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so it's like, oh, you made these cool characters. They're going to die otherwise. Let's just make them part of Star Fox and yeah. they're part of Star Fox again. It would not surprise me in the least bit because, as I said, at coming out of E3, uh, Starlink is the best Star Fox game ever made. Yeah. And, and that was everybody's like review was just like it's Star Fox and then the Star Fox game came I didn't even go so far as yeah. to say that it was just Star Fox it's the yeah. best Star Fox game ever made yeah. it is better than every other Star Fox oh, yeah. which is say you know I mean so anyway so that's his prediction that they're going to make the Star make the Starlink characters canonical within the Star Fox universe and announce a new game in that franchise um, so that's our predictions. Guys, I think we did pretty okay. We got two more contenders coming in hot tomorrow uh, mm. in Tila and Amanda. Uh, so the ladies are going to come and uh, fight. But why don't, we, uh, why don't we go with some of the community members? Um, we're not going to be keeping score for them. However, we did get some predictions. Um, so let's just go through some of them. Um, so EFG superfan Jay Goldthwaite. <laughs> Uh, predicted an iPad version of Magic Arena. I think that makes a million percent sense. I yeah. do. I mean, it's in, yeah. I think that has to wait until it's out of beta. But I'm sure that they've got some dudes working on it. Like, why would they not be? You know what I mean? Um. So I think he is. He, I think he's. You know. He's in moving in the right direction. Uh, James Pisano, our boy, who will be at the E3 compound for our E3 content, uh, content summit. Um, not family friendly, but he's predicting that Cyberpunk 2077 is going to get delayed like to hell and back. I think that is very likely. But the, there's a playable demo there at the... Uh... Yeah, there will be. I still think they're going to delay it. But... Nah, it's coming soon. Um... It'll be here by year 2077. All right. So, yeah, th that is true. That is true. Um, our our boy Michael Melkonian, new, a, a relatively new EFG fan. He found us because we uh, talked about his upcoming board game. Um, he had a bunch, so we'll just go with this. Um, says that they are going to, he says that Capcom is going to be somewhere announcing a new Dino Crisis. Whether that be a new game or a remake, he's not sure. Uh, he's uh, saying that Square Enix is going to announce Octopath Traveler 2. I think that is possible. That's on my extended list. I think an Octopath... I mean, Octopath Traveler 2 is a given. It's just a matter, do they announce it this year or next? Um, quietly, I think it's possible they might announce a new Bravely Default game. Mm. Um, I'm not even going to put this Half-Life 3 nonsense into the universe. <laughs> um, come on, guys. Um, and we're going to get an update on Beyond Good and Evil 2. Of course we're going to get an update on Beyond Good and Evil 2, but it's not going to have anything to do about when we're going to play it. Um, uh, Jay Goldthwaite, EFG Superfan, also says, 
uh, that Halo Infinite will get a release date and a demo. Release date, yes. Demo, I don't think so. But release date, yeah. They're going to tell us when this is coming out. What do you guys think? I think we're getting a release date. Yeah. I think so. I can't wait to see some what Halo Infinite's going to be like. Um, Because I I also think we're going to get a date for Gears of War. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Gears, Gears 5, man. How crazy is that? We're yeah. going to be playing Gears 5. Um, John Robel also going to be at the EFG compound. In fact, his house is the EFG compound this year. Um, he says that Sony will somehow steal the show without actually being there. Considering Death Stranding so is being amazing. announced in two days. So by the time you're listening to this, Death Stranding is going to have all sorts of information about... like. So that's one salvo that Sony doesn't really have. But, like, I think we can all agree, like, it is definitely possible for Sony to steal the show without being there. Well, if they just release Death Stranding in two days, and it's all we could talk about at E3, like, so many people, the internet is talking about it so much that no one could look at anything at E3. Listen. It's the <laughs> game that explodes everybody's minds. I am not even... You know what? They could release a playable teaser. Yeah. They are, they've done it once. Um, Let's see here. What do we got for some other people? All right. Mike Melconian, the softballist of softball predictions that they're going to reveal Tifa for Final Fantasy VII Remake. I mean, duh. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, what, but... how, how do you reveal a major character in a game? I mean, they're just, gonna, make. <laughs> they're just going to have her show up and, like, punch a dude, because that's her thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, I wonder how, as a character... Like, I, I think the reason they haven't shown us yet is that they are trying to make the character look right for 2019. Yeah. Because, like, Tifa... You know... <laughs> you know? Yeah. Well, she's a Final Fantasy character and you know animate bs is how she's dressed and that's a it's become nothing but a problem since she was a bunch of pixels and now is going to be a full yeah i mean when she was a bunch of pixels and polygons it was irrelevant yeah because it really was but now but then once we realized like what the character model was yeah then it's like ooh. Yeah. So exactly. that's going to be super interesting to see how that all plays out. Um, but I agree. You got to show us Tifa. Yeah. Got to show her to us eventually. The question is, is she going to wear a whole shirt and maybe whole pants? I don't know. Probably not whole pants, but I'm guessing that her shirt is going to be a full shirt. Although, if you looked at Sydney from Final Fantasy 15, maybe not. Yeah. <laughs> Who yeah, knows? I, you know. We're we're in the U.S. We're a bit more progressive with that sort of thing, but like, it's being developed over in Japan. So, who knows? It's true. All right, folks. Um, so that's that's the predictions from our friends in the community. Um, uh, I did ask the general if she had any predictions. She did uh, in the car today, uh, and she did say, and this is a direct quote. Unfortunately, I think they're gonna pre- that they're gonna announce more information about Metroid Prime. 
I love um, because you guys know, longtime listeners know, the general, if you were to ask her what her least favorite game on earth is, it is Metroid Prime. Yep. Um, and she hates it because she knows that we're going to buy it. Yep. And the, that there will be many people playing it. The only solace she takes is that on the Switch, she can tell us to take it out of the dock and play it with headphones. Yep. Um, I suspect that game will be played in headphones a lot. So, folks, uh, we're going to share this into the community, um, and I'd love to hear your predictions or your thoughts on our predictions. Do you have a prediction about who the three of who will win out of all of us? Interesting to hear that. Um, I wonder. We'll, we'll love to hear your thoughts. So, um, Jeff and John, thank you very much for joining me today. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. Uh, for having me. So, everyone. Uh, Thank you very much for listening to episode 179 of Engage, a family gaming podcast. We hope you enjoyed listening to it as much as we enjoyed recording it, recovering it, recording it, recording it. So um, I do have one favor to ask. It's almost E3 time. And so that is when we're going to be producing a whole lot of content. So my request is like our Facebook page, like it and, um, once you've liked it, go back, find a bunch of the posts on that page, and do reactions to as many of them as you can. That'll trick the algorithm so you actually see our stuff. Trust me, it works. Because um, we're going to be posting a lot of great stuff. Uh, John, what have we talked about already? We're going to do a whole bunch of videos. We're going to do a whole bunch of podcasts. We're going to do a whole bunch of just straight social posts. A lot of our just honest-to-goodness news is going to be reported through our various social channels. Um, we're going to be doing oh man just so much stuff so much stuff live reactions live reactions so you're gonna want to be um excuse me you're gonna want to be in on that facebook page checking it all out um so that you can see what the what the craziness is also we're getting close to 2,000 likes on the Facebook page. And that's our that's our goal. We want to get there during E3. So certainly help us. Right now, as we record this, we're at 1685. Which, believe it or not, guys, that's actually pretty good. So, um, until next time, this is Steven and John and Jeff. And we want to remind you, don't forget to get your family game on. We'll see you soon. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye. Um, this week on the EFG show, I am joined by the Princess of Power, Amanda Farrow, permanent co-host of the Engage Family Gaming Podcast, um, for what, the last, like, 20 episodes or so? I think so. Um, and, um, this week, it's E3 Predictions Week. So the reason you're on the EFG show, which is normally just a, a solo affair, is, um, it's E3 Predictions. Uh, last night I recorded the E3 predictions with myself, with John, the man behind the curtain, and also Jeff, our community manager. And the agreement was that you were going to come on the EFG show today and it would be fine because you would just give your predictions until E3 decided to ruin everything by like during the work day, sending you everything that's happening because you work in mainstream press. Congratulations. Um, I didn't even know I worked in mainstream press. I, I did because you... You, you work for a major website. You've appeared on uh, Kind of Funny Games Daily. 
Um, you have written for you. I mean, you wrote, you ran Mike. I mean, you've done some things. You know what I mean? I've been around. Um, I am the uh, one that would be surprised to be growing in importance. But really, that's just because I'm riding the back of your magic carpet. Oh, um, no. So, um, also, I've been doing this for too long. And um, I have a cool hat. That's pretty much. So cool I wish I had that hat. Um, I have one. I'll, I will give you a hat. Um, you know yeah, I, we, when I see you next, I will give you a hat. Um, so the so you can't give your own predictions because there are not. We talked about this before we went on the air, folks. We tried to say, Amanda, are there five things that you think will happen that you don't know about? And two problems with that. One, no, not really. And two, even if she made stuff up that turned out to be correct, people would assume that she was doing something nefarious. And there's no nefarious activity here. We're just a bunch of dorks. So look at my face. You're too I innocent. Can't be nefarious. You can't be nefarious. Um, unless you're playing vampire, at which point you're by default nefarious. Always um, nefarious there. I'm a Malkavian. Um, so, you're a bunny Malk, aren't you? Maybe. I believe you are. Um, <laughs> you didn't think I knew that reference, did you? No, I didn't. You didn't see that one coming. <laughs> so, um, my gaming is, is, is wide. It may not be deep, but that river is wide for me. Um, you gotta be ready for stuff. So, um... I'll tell you about my one time playing vampire another time. But um, we do have a solution, though. Tila, one of our other podcast co-hosts, is um, she couldn't make it because uh, she works in the pool industry. And I don't know if y'all know, it's hot. (laughs) And the pool industry is hopping. So she's working until like 9 o'clock every night. She runs a store somewhere in Connecticut. I don't know. So, But here's what she did. She sent us the predictions. And Amanda and Tila are going to team up. This team year. Princess of Power. The team Princesses of Power. Uh, basically, Amanda is going to present them very yes. clearly not her own predictions. I want to make this very clear to anyone listening. These are not her own predictions. But she's going to represent them, defend them in a court of law, um, and then we will score her and Tila together. Um, and then that. next year, we're going to make Amanda do her predictions in March. Yeah, in like February or March, when long there before is, I know anything. When there is no chance. <laughs> Pre-GDC. That's what we need to do. Pre-GDC. Oh, that sounds even better. pre Well, that's February. February and March gets us there, right? Yeah, it does. So then we'll make sure that it's fine. We'll yeah. make you do next year's E3 predictions in uh, in three weeks. So post this E3, <laughs> then you can predict next year. Um, Not enough information. Whatever. You you have future sight. Um, so... <laughs> Um, and then once we're done with that, we're going to talk about Pokemon, because Pokemon was weird. They did a press conference last night. It was about, I was expecting Pokemon cards and some mobile apps, and boy, oh boy, did they tell us about some mobile apps. So, um, it, wasn't- it was so weird. It was the weirdest thing I've ever seen. I was expecting to, I, I, I don't even know. I'm going to get one of them shirts, though. Um, GDC is the game, uh, we got a question from the audience. GDC is uh, the Game Developers Conference. This is a, it's a convention, a convention's probably, it's a conference. We'll call it a conference because that's on the nose. That's what they call it. Basically, it started very small. Back in the day, it was a way for game developers to come together and um, talk about their craft, learn new things, network, get new jobs on the down low or not so much on the down low, pitch to publishers, pitch tech, etc. Um, but in the recent years, um, some companies and some, you know, independent developers who maybe don't have a publisher, et cetera, have found this is a great opportunity to kind of spread the message of their games and kind of build a little bit of hype. 
And so every year out of GDC, there's like a couple of gems that just really nail it. Unless you write about business, at which point you basically don't sleep because everything there is B2B. There's a lot of companies there that make a big deal that like they do middleware. So they they're the ones that like help make headsets work with consoles and yeah. crossplay work. I don't know if that would be a big deal recently. And so Amanda, running GameDaily.biz, subtle plug, um, basically doesn't get to sleep during DDC, whereas some other people go there, play a couple demos, drink with some game dev friends they have, and then go home. Um, You you have to work. Yeah. I'm sorry. Those are are 12 to 14-hour days for me. Yeah. On a at GDC. I I, I cannot even... So we got to make sure to get you to do your E3 predictions before that, because that's when they start telling you about who's going to be. That's when they E3. start telling me things. They start laying out roadmaps yeah. sometimes, and it's all embargoed information, which means I can't share it anyway. But I don't want to put myself in a position where I'm like, I cannot talk about anything until August. My bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's uh. So we'll uh, we'll fix it. It'll be fine. We'll get you covered. So we'll do it. Um, Amanda yeah. slash Tila. Team Princess yeah. of Power. Um, yeah. What is Tila's first prediction for E3 this year? Tila's first prediction for E3 this year is that we will get an actual for realsies date for Animal Crossing for Switch. I've okay. So now this is where you have to go stone faced. Um, I think that's probably true. Um, we talked about this on the show last night that will be airing on Friday. I think that is as likely as it is not. I mean, they, they the fact that there's a Pokemon Direct coming in a couple of days, like an actual one. Yes. Not like whatever weirdness we're going to talk about later. but the like the Pokemon press conference. Yeah. That now that there's going to be a Pokemon Direct, um, yeah. and they already did the Focus Direct for uh, Super Mario Maker 2, um, you know, it might show us some trailers for those two things during whatever Nintendo's presentation is. But, like, other than that, we have no idea. So, they're going to show us 45 minutes of something. And I haven't said much about Animal Crossing yet this year. So, it feels to me, if I were a betting man, I would bet that at least a few of those minutes would be dedicated to Animal Crossing. Um, could be wrong. I mean, it could be, you know, Star Fox for all we know. But I think Animal Crossing feels like a safe bet. That's my opinion. Okay. Um, and I, we had a couple other Animal Crossing predictions, so this will be it'll be interesting to get into the minutia. So she's thinking we're going to get a date. Yeah. So I'm I'm going to declare because I am the arbiter, also a competitor, which is unfair, but I am a just god. Um, she gets half points if Animal Crossing appears, but they show no date. I'm still going to give her a half a point. That's fair. Because I mean that's rough. If they're like, oh, it's coming out LOL. later this year. Which is totally a Nintendo thing to do. Oh, it's 100% um, a Nintendo thing to do. Um, then Under that's P. fine. Okay, so what is Team Princess of Power slash Tila specifically? Uh, what's her second prediction? So Tila's second prediction is that there is going to be either a new Kirby game or a new Sonic game because of all of the movie hype. Sure. But the movie has been pushed back to 2020. Has yeah. been pushed back to like February. February of 2020. So the three it's a three month delay. Not to take a segue, but that's what, or not a segue, a sidebar because that's what I do. Go figure. Uh, that's you've what met we me. do. Um, how happy am I? How awesome is it that they actually delayed that movie? 
That movie needed to be delayed. So they a hundred percent could have just put that movie out and then just overworked their staff. But now, yeah. not only are they not going to get overworked, but also like a lot of their contract. I mean, a lot of those animators are contract positions, which means some of them they actually like will have jobs through the holidays. Yeah. And I know it's that sounds big. not like a big deal, but I think that's important for it. I bet you a handful of them that's going to make a huge difference. Absolutely. Um, so. Uh, Props to the people making the Sonic movie. Um, I don't think... We're, so, we just had a Kirby game. Yeah. Um, so, I don't Kirby, think... We had Kirby Star Allies. Yep. Right? And that was... Like, March of this year, right? That we're, was this... Was that this year? Was it this year? Maggie. It might have been last year. Maggie, when did we buy you Kirby? Was it this year or last year? When did we buy you Kirby? Was it this year or last year? Oh, Dad, don't you understand? Time is a flat circle. Huh? She doesn't remember. You know what? I think it was um, last year. I think so too. Um, I yeah. just want to say she remembers some amazing facts. Um, Kids are amazing. Yeah. Um, Miranda with some comments coming in about the um, the Animal Crossing thing. She says she hopes so, but Nintendo sometimes chooses weird times to announce things. It's yeah. True. They do whatever the hell they want. Um, it's Nintendo. Nintendo they is literally perpetually do. iconoclastic. They just do their own thing. Um, that's why we have a Switch. That's why we had the Wii. They also just announced games weird. Um, speaking of weird, we'll talk about that later. Um, now, Sonic. Sonic is interesting to me. Because um, I, I absolutely... I don't think a Kirby game is going to happen because we just had one of those. Even if it was last year, that was still relatively recent. Yeah. You can't just make those happen unless they do a port of that claymation one from the Wii U, which I guess is possible. The but that feels one? they ha- remember what was it called? Kirby in the something. Oh, it was the one right. that was like clay. It looked right, like right, clay. Right. Yeah. Like okay, I remember. They could do like if they if they announced a port of that, I wouldn't be surprised. Because again, everything from the Wii U will eventually get a deluxe edition on the Switch. Yeah, eventually. Absolutely. Um it just might be, are they bringing that out now? Or are they gonna bring it out in two, three years? Like I'm sure someone is working on it. It might be just one dude who's like on timeout porting <laughs> porting a Kirby game. Probably not one guy, that's rude. But you know what I mean. It's probably okay. there's probably like a few people that are on punishment. They they broke the coffee maker, so they have to port a Kirby game. That's like, <laughs> that's how it. That's how hazing works. That's in how Nintendo. hazing works in Nintendo. That's how I like to think of it. That's my head canon. Is that like when you're in trouble, you have to port a Kirby game. So, but Sonic, I think, is very interesting because um, Sega does like to make some video games, um, and Sega also does not necessarily. Um, get attached to making good Sonic games because uh, they've never made one. So, can be like, me on that one, dog. <laughs> True. I mean, come at True. me. Um, the oh. best Sonic game ever made is was not made by Sonic. It was made by whoever the people were that made Sonic Mania, which, by the way, free on PS Plus next month. Um, that's, pretty, that's pretty exciting. Probably the best family-friendly game on PS Plus in a long time. The other one is not so much family-friendly. Um... Not not so much family friendly for the handsome collection, but I'm excited because no. I'm excited because I went to buy it and now I don't have to. Um, so I think Sonic is a thing. I think that could happen. Um, a son- yeah, yeah. Oh, Miranda says shots fired. Absolutely, shots fired. Um, but I'm well known as not a big fan of Sonic, but I love Sonic Mania. Um, so I'm not a big fan either. 
I, yeah, I mean, he, he's he was fine for what it was, but like, let's okay. look back on the time and remember the bad games for being bad. Um, but I'd rather play Donkey Kong. I'm not gonna lie to you. I mean, who wouldn't? Um, okay, so. But I think I think I would not be surprised if even at the Nintendo conference, Sega came out with a new Sonic game to go along with the movie or something. Maybe not to go along with it. I don't know. I think it makes... I, I don't know. All right, so enough about Sonic. What is Team Princess of Power slash specifically Tila's prediction and not yours? Number three. All right, so for number three... We are looking for an either an update for Metroid, like an update on like what's going on with Metroid, or just mm-hmm. a brand new announcement for a Metroid game. Sure. I think that's possible also. Probably less so than Animal Crossing, because they just started development. But you know how Final Fantasy VII Remake, they did that, like, they did, just recently, they did, like, an announcement of, like, the re- like they just came out again, right? They so it's did, like they called they a do-over. development studios. Yeah, you know. And Metroid switched development studios. Exactly. So, like, Maybe? The, only, the only thing we knew, I think there's a lot of variables, um, obviously, but... Um, the the only thing they told us about the game in the first place was a logo, and it wasn't even the real logo. It was just something made in MS Paint. You know what I mean? <laughs> so like, uh, it's true though. But it was just a logo. They made it that day. I mean, and whoever did it, it looked lovely. The four was beautiful. Um. Okay. Oh well. Uh, Miranda catching up with us. Um. Twenty eighteen was the last Kirby on Switch. Mm-hmm. So that was last year. So you're right. Yeah, it was. You, 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 and the 2019 I'll... was a port for yep. 3DS. Yep. So thank you, Miranda. That that was uh, EFG. You're wrong. Um, so <laughs> I'll take it. Listen, I'm. I, like I, being I need wrong. help. So um, with Metroid, right? Like mm-hmm. they. So this was actually my wife's prediction. Also, I asked her. She didn't have enough. Um, and wasn't super invested in it. Um, but she said, and this is her one prediction. She looks at me dead in the eye and goes, unfortunately, I think they're going to tell us something about Metroid. Because my wife despises Metroid. Specifically Metroid Prime. You haven't heard this okay. story? I'm going to okay. tell you this story. No, no, no. I'm going to tell you this story because you'll understand. Um, I probably I'm, will. Everybody that's here, um, buckle up. We're going to take a walk. Um, imagine yourself, Amanda... You're my wife. Okay. You have walking pneumonia. Of course. It's the up. it's the middle of the winter, so you're trapped yeah. in the house. Because it's gross. Um, and um, we have our television. I'm playing Metroid Prime, the original one on the GameCube, the GCN, as it were. I, your loving but very stupid husband, <laughs> um, has his best friend and his younger brother who is kind of in his most annoying stage of his life. Cause this was, we're talking like right when this game came out. So it was when my brother was his most annoying, like te- mid teens, etc. Sure. We had gotten through the whole game, ran right up on the first ball bo- on the final boss. And he destroyed us because we didn't have enough missiles. So we said, fine, easy fix. We're just going to go look for secrets. But this is before the internet was, like, super a big deal. So we did it the old-fashioned way. This was way. before IGN wikis, you mean? This is before IGN wikis or before I knew what a wiki was. Um, so we did it the old-fashioned way. We played the game for 17 hours straight, passing the controllers. Oh, fork. Um, 
specifically what we did, because this was our strat, and it actually worked very well. We went to the very beginning of the game, and we thoroughly explored every room by going into the morph ball and repeatedly bombing everything. Which, oh if, I don't goodness. know if you know, but repeatedly morph bombing, when you have three people taking turns, you can basically do it for 17 hours straight without any problem. I thought she was asleep the whole time. Turns out she couldn't sleep, but she was being super nice because she didn't want to, but eventually she said, I want this game out of my house. Craig, I want you to take Steven's brother home. Steven, I want you to go away. Um, and so I went with him. <laughs> go away, so I'll miss you. That's um, a common refrain in our household. Yeah. So, um, so ever since then, like, and that was Metroid Prime, the first one. So, like, I was barred from purchasing Metroid Prime 2 or 3. So, like... And I like Metroid. So when they put Super Metroid, she had never seen Super Metroid. They put Super Metroid on the SNES Classic. She was questioning whether or not that was allowed to come into the house. Um, she does need to be sainted. Miranda yeah, said, Miranda's... oh, geez, she needs to be sainted. She does. Probably. I mean, she, it's true. I, when, I At what point have I said that she doesn't put up with things? Um, she, she puts up with a lot to be stuck buried into me. So that is why she does not like Metroid. Now, she recognizes that it is a popular franchise that people enjoy, people are hyped for. Um, so she looks at me and she says, honey, unfortunately, <laughs> I think they're going to tell you something about Metroid. So, okay, well, that makes more sense now. Yeah. I think the real barrier, though, is about an announcement. Because they could just throw it in a direct at any time. Sure. They could just do a Metroid announcement direct in August, and no one would even blink an eye. So the only way no. that it would fit into their E3 for me would be if Retro took over the development, but they were using a bunch of the assets. Which that might be the case, but I don't know. I don't have anybody on the inside there that can tell me either way. Exactly. So if, if Retro is literally throwing everything out and starting over, then no, I don't think there's any possibility. Mm. But I think that's possible. That they might have just thrown everything out. Maybe concept art and stuff like that. But Nintendo's not one to do what EA did. Remember that one time where they just oh, yes. did a whole press conference of concept art? Uh-huh. Um, sure, sure remember that. Yeah, you sure remember that. That went that. over that was, well. That was confusing. Um, so Nintendo's not going to do that, I don't think. Um, so it's really just a matter of do they have the assets or not. Like, it's not enough time for them to come up with anything cool. Except maybe a logo. Um, uh, yeah, I think that... So unless they're using some safely, of the assets. This one I can safely talk about because I have no clue either way. Because I haven't heard rumblings at all. Okay. The only thing that we covered over on Game Daily was that they switched developers. So... Yeah. I mean, they, there's so many variables with that. And so yeah. it'll be interesting to see. Guess what the good news is? We're going to find out on June 10th. We when sure Nintendo is. does their thing, yep. I will be in the EFG studio um, live reacting. Uh, so if you want to watch it with I'll me. Be I'll be live reacting to your live reacting. Sure. You can be in the chat. I'll be in you the chat. You can be in the chat. I'll be in um, the chat and I'll be tweeting at the same time. It'll be amazing. We're going we're gonna to do it. Um, I will be live reacting every single one of the press conferences. So I'm going to be at all of the press conferences. I know. You're going to love so. <laughs> every minute of it. Um, I'm supporting you. You may be by yourself, but you're not alone. 
That's my phrase. I use that all the time. That's okay. my, the one hippy dippy thing I say. You may be by yourself, but you're not alone. So, okay. all right. So, prediction number four from the Princess of Power, very specifically not Amanda's, but Tila's predictions. But you're reading them because you have a lovely radio voice. I am. I am Tila's voice today. So, Tila's fourth prediction is hopefully a Mario Sunshine remaster. Um, I dig it. I would love that so much. Of all of the Mario games that would be so due for to just take the Mario Odyssey bits and just do the thing, it's that game. I think it would sell like crazy. People really loved it, but a lot of people missed it because it was A, a long time ago, and there are a lot of mm-hmm. kids that weren't alive then that mm-hmm. would love to play a new Mario game. Um also, they had the opportunity to, like, I don't know, like, add Splatoon stuff to it. Like, why not remake it and then add some more stuff or use some of the Splatoon weapons? Could you imagine if they just decided to just make that gun, just instead of having him use that backpack, they just had him fight with Splatoon weapons? I mean, thinking about it, that sounds amazing. I would play that. I actually I didn't play Mario Sunshine. Me either. Because it came out when I was thoroughly in my WoW phase. I think that we were all thoroughly in our WoW phase. Oh, that I, was... I, that was I, a thing. I, I think the It's game, no longer yeah. allowed in my house. We have, a, we have a hard ban on WoW here. Oh, we got a bunch of people that are saying hi. So let me uh, react to the chat a little bit. Uh, Jeff Meager is saying he'll be live reacting to his own live reacting. That's fair. Um, Jeff is my friend from Vancouver, so that's Jeff oh, Mayer. What's up, Jeff? Um, and then Jason uh, Levy says, hi. What's up, man? Welcome to the EFG show. We're just doing some E3 predictions. Um, Miranda has been here the whole time. Thank you, Miranda. She's, she, Miranda is an EFG super fan. Has been since the beginning. Um, one of our favorite people. So, um, okay, so that was prediction number four. Um, I would love it. I don't know that it's going to happen because they have given us no indication. Um, but I would love that. What I would really love is if they would just, even if they just said, look, all the 3D Marios other than Odyssey, we're just going to slowly start to remake them. Redo Mario 64 in the Odyssey engine. Wouldn't that be wonderful? Remake Galaxy in the Odyssey Mm -hmm. engine. Galaxy Mm -hmm. 2. How much money? I mean, like that's a lot of money. Where at least some of the a design of has already been done. Put in, yeah. It is the interesting thing, though, is if with the remastering, it's a. I think we've written about it on Game Daily. It's an art, and it requires not as much money or time, or even resources, as a full game development project. But I mean, as long as you've got the raw source. You can go in and update them graphics anytime. The difference is, is that if you're tweaking and retooling for modern gameplay, that's where things get a little bit persnickety. Which is what Nintendo does. I mean, they yes, don't leave stuff alone. Absolutely. So I respect... Perfectionists. That if... Yeah. Um, that's to say the least. I'm not saying it's easy. And no. I'm not... But, but what I am saying is, New Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe is the, one of the 10 best-selling... Switch games of all time, and that's a yep. port of a Wii game, of a Wii U game. Yep. In an art style that basically nobody likes. Also, so, yeah. So, like, Mario sixty four is on some people's lists as one of the best video games ever made. 
There are some people that are out there, and, and I think whether it's one of the best games one of, of all my time. Favorites. Um, it's it's I don't know great. If it's one of the best, but it's one of my favorites. Um, can we? I will say this. Um, it's probably one of the most influential games of all time because it yes. figured out. The, Absolutely. We knew it was a thing when we made Mario run in a circle the first time. Like the first time I made Mario run in a circle. That access. Yeah, like. Wow, you just went all Canadian on me. Um, Wait, where? Who? You said you said Zed. I am speaking um, Queen's English. Thank you. you. Spoke, yeah, thank you. So, I mean, I'm not saying it would be easy. Clearly, it would take a lot of resources and a lot of time. Maybe not infinity resources. Money. A lot of money. money. Yeah. They'll make. Yeah, but that's the thing. It's the money. That's the thing. They could sell all these games for sixty bucks. No one would question it. No. Mm-hmm. I don't even think I would question it. I think I'd just nope. like shell out my money and buy it. And I think the I think the 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 Galaxy One and Two probably don't need a huge amount. Just make them HD, polish them up a little bit, release them. Done. Maybe make it one game, just to yeah. make some of the. But but don't, and we'll still buy it because I'm a slave. Um, sixty four would need a lot of polish, but I think it's doable. That's... Same thing with Sunshine, but like just do it. I think Sunshine should just get remade from the ground up with Splatoon weapons. That is my wish list thing. I want to play that because it makes so much sense. It makes so much sense. I want um, to see this game. Like, I genuinely do. I think that that sounds amazing. Right? Like, how about that for an elevator pitch? All right. So, um, I think she had another Nintendo prediction. Listening. Yeah, Nintendo, in case you were curious. did She She had another prediction, right? She has one more prediction, but it is an after-hours prediction. So, this oh, is that's fine. the children go to sleep. This is fine. One more. For, uh, we, we, we do uh, the segment we refer to it as one for the grown-ups. She got a grown-ups prediction. We what is that? We have a grown-ups prediction in here from Tila. Tila is hoping for Bloodborne 2. She's very much hoping for Bloodborne 2. She loves Bloodborne. Um, Victorian horror. Um, I didn't think it's happening. Um, I do not think it's happening. I think From Software makes a lot of video games. Oh, and second. they need to take a break eventually. They just finished Sekiro. And word on the street is they're doing some shenanigans with George R.R. R. Martin because obviously he's going to do everything he can to not write the Winds Never of Winter. Never finish his books. Cool beans. So, so whatever. Um, so, anyway. So, that is... That's one for the grown-ups. Look, she, the she's grown-ups. hoping yeah, for a little... That's, that's, she, her fingers are crossed. So there we go. So those are her predictions. Um, to give you, just to just just to tell you what my predictions were. Um, very quickly, um, I predicted, um, that there will be amiibo support in Marvel Ultimate Alliance, mm-hmm. and I believe that there will be a Marvel character amiibo. Okay. Um, I don't know which one, but I think there's going to be one. Mm-hmm. Um. What else? You know what? I can't even remember the rest of them. They're buried. That's in okay. Don't worry about it. Fine. Um. So we for you guys, we got to talk about anyway. Yeah, we do. You, we do. I'm just. I just love talking about predictions. Um. And it's funny because what I'm really doing is trying to just throw stuff out there and trying to watch your eyes. That's all. Um. It's. I'm really not. That's I have why my pup 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 poker face. That's. What, oh my god. <laughs> um. Also, it's worth noting. I. I really did just throw out my most absolutely ridiculous prediction. <laughs> I didn't throw out my softball one because I didn't want to be that guy. So um, let's go into the let's uh, go into the picture in picture machine and look at some articles from a certain website called superparent.com. <gasps> you know that website. I totally do. Okay. Um, so superparent.org, by the way, very great website covering a lot of the same things that I do just better. Um, so, 
Um, let's see here. Oh, you know what? We got somebody agreeing with me. George Nybert here. Uh, forgive me if I'm pronouncing your name wrong. Uh, says that he's that it makes too much sense to leave Amiibo out of Marvel Ultimate Alliance three. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Um. And let's see here. And uh, your your buddy Jeff says that the longer it takes George R. R. Martin to to write, the longer he can make fan theorists write the endings for him. I mean, I can't <laughs> see the lie there. I really can't. <laughs> That's awesome. I have no no investment in the Game of Thrones shows or movies. The only season I watched was the last one. So, like, nothing, nothing made sense. Spoilers. It's real weird to jump in at the end. Um, Yeah, Miranda makes a really good point that Sony won't be there. So, if Bloodborne 2 is announced, then that means it would not be a Sony exclusive unless From is just on the floor doing their own jam. Nice, and I pronounced his name right. Nailed it. Look at me. I did something right today. All right, so let's talk about Pokemans. So last night, they had the 2019 Pokemon press conference. Now, this is not this is a thing that they normally have. However, historically, it's been like old school journalism. Like you send somebody, and they go, and then they like text everybody the announcements because it's not live streamed. They just do the it's thing. It's old school and kind of great at the same it's time. Old school. Well, this time they didn't do it. They decided they were going to live stream the event. And man, I think maybe they should have just paid for a bunch of press to go out. Because <laughs> it was a wacky, wacky press conference. It was a thing. It was a thing that happened. So it was half hour long, which is, I think it was a good because length. Because Nintendo never bandies words. Ever. Yeah, no, they didn't play. They did not play around. Um... It was uh, just a very stuffy man in a Pokemon shirt and a very nice tie, standing in front of a, talking very seriously about the about how Pokemon was going to impact people's lives, etc., while standing behind a giant Pokeball. Um, and so they made a bunch of announcements. Some of them made perfect sense and were slam dunks. And then we get to the end. So just to go through some of the quick announcements first, they told us that we're going to get a follow up to Detective Pikachu on the Switch. Um, I'm so excited about that. I love uh, the movie. Not only was that a great idea, but like also, duh. Uh, yeah. I mean, because they're starting to wind down 3DS support anyway. Mm-hmm. So it makes sense to put, the, you know, make make Pokemon games on the Switch. Also, po- Pokemon offshoot games typically sell better than people think they do because if you say Pokemon on it, people will buy it. People will buy it. And this and one, people actually really like Detective Pikachu. Yeah, Detective was a, Pikachu, was a fairly successful game. Yeah, absolutely, it was well liked by fans and critics. It sold pretty well, right? Um, and and even if it didn't, this is going to sell like crazy oh, because it's you. built the built-in hype from the movie, and also it's on the Switch, and everything sells on the Switch for some reason. Um, so I think that was brilliant. People tell me when it's on the Switch. Yeah, exactly. So that was the first thing. Um, the, and then they told us about Pokemon Home, which is basically, tell me if I'm wrong, my interpretation of Pokemon Home is this is just an upgraded Pokemon Bank. Yes. So what it will do is it'll allow you to do a one-way transfer from Pokemon Bank, which is on 3DS, over to Pokemon Home. Pokemon Go which is the mobile app that everybody surprisingly still plays, including me. I caught a Mr. Mime in um, in Europe, which was great. Well, you needed that. Uh, I needed to be in Europe, so I needed to get the Europe, mm-hmm. the Europe Pokemon. So anyway, then you can move your Pokemon Go Pokemon to Pokemon Home, and then you can transfer all of those to Let's Pokemon Let's Go Eevee, Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu, Pokemon Sword, and Pokemon Shield. Mm-hmm. 
That's um, the way that's supposed to go. Now, it, it's a two-way transfer from any of the Switch games back to home. But it is a one-way transfer from bank to home and from Pogo to home. And I think that's okay. Um, yeah. But the, And they also talked about how this thing's going to have... Um, welcome to all of the uh, new viewers, by the way. Uh, we yeah, just bumped oh up by a Hello. whole bunch. Hey, everybody. Um, someone must have shared this somewhere. Um, so, hey, thanks for joining. Um, me. So, I... Oh, well, good. <laughs> thanks. Um, someone did something. Um, so the... I mean, the the fact that they're going to add trading. Um, I love the idea, right, of rolling in to oh, your your boy Jeff needs Pokemon Go friends. Um, friends on Pokemon Go. Um, so Jeff, the idea of adding in trading and giving me a place like on my mobile phone, and they said it's going to be on Switch too, right? Yeah. Like giving me a place to like manage my Pokemon collection on my mobile. Um. It makes perfect sense. I mean, I'm sure that they had it on a whiteboard somewhere to move Pokemon Bank off of 3DS and onto mobile eventually. Um, but they had so much more that they could do, like what they're doing, than just having it be like an old list and a spreadsheet. So now I bet you, you know, some of the graphical flourishes, some of those cute little touches. I mean, you, I mean, who knows? We might even be able to see our Pokemon walking around in like a house a la like Nintendogs or some stuff. Who the oh, heck knows? Nintendogs. Yeah, or, or little friends, dogs and cats. Which, by the way, um, can I just say how happy I am they have textures inside their mouths. It's yes. actually a pretty it's a particularly well done game. Yeah, I'm very happy with no that. It has no business being as good as it is, but yeah. it is a particularly well done game. I know, we're game. totally, um, we're going to have a review discussion with my daughter about that later on this week. Um, but she absolutely loved it. Um, so, yeah, Miranda saying, um, if you go to the Engage Family Gaming community page, you can go there by going to engagefamilygaming.com slash community and add your code there. Uh, we have a ton of active Pokemon Go players. Um, I know for certain that the man behind the curtain, our podcast producer, will send you gifts constantly if you are his friend. Um, he yells at me all the time. Constantly. Um, anyway, so I think Pokemon Home was a perfect announcement. It was kind of inevitable, but it's I like the... And I think it's a good name for it. Mm -hmm. Then things kind of got a little weird. Now, I was expecting like a Pokemon card expansion. That's what I was expecting. I went in looking for a Pokemon card expansion, maybe a mobile version of the Pokemon card game a la Hearthstone or Arena or something like that. Sure. Nope. Nope. It went kind of off the rails there, didn't it? Kind of off the rails isn't even the right word. They... Super off the rails? I mean, I mean, Omega off the rails. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. oh, sorry, Boyle. That was my dog. He was mad. Um... When you're five pounds, that's your ferocious sound. Um, so the um, so the game, or rather the the app, because I can't really call it a game, can I? The game yeah, that they told us app. about, uh, the app that they told us about is Pokemon Sleep. <laughs> okay, games that you don't need to like. This is this is such a fascinating announcement. It was such a weird thing to hear popping up on on Twitter, having people react to it because it's like what this is like a wearable that i just put on like the pokemon go plus but it's the plus plus and wait what <laughs> yeah it was um, really confusing i was super confused at first the pokemon pl the pokeball plus plus 
that that you know I, I the joke we made uh, before we started recording the podcast last night is that I was pretty absolutely convinced that they were talking to the Kingdom Hearts team when they were naming that like they were hanging out at GDC with like you know the people oh, working man. on Kingdom Hearts They're and hanging Nintendo out with Nemora or something. and they just and they were just like oh just call it Pokemon Go you know Pokeball plus plus and the Nintendo guys were like you can't do that and he's like. Look at the games Watch I've me. made. He's like, your alternative is like Pokeball 358 over 2 plus. <laughs> and, and they went, yeah, fine, plus plus works. Dream drop distance. Dream drop distance, um, which, is, which would be super funny if they did a crossover between Dream Drop Distance and Pokemon Sleep because they're both – never mind. So, that's a um, lot. That's, so that's a lot. That's just it. a lot. That's a lot. So, so um, Michael Malconian came in trying to talk about Death Stranding. Um, we'll talk about Death Stranding on, like, my personal Facebook wall. That's a little bit inappropriate for uh, family gaming. I suspect that that game will be rated M for Mature. I don't so know. It's going to be rated about... at least two M's. <laughs> M, M times five. It does look cool, and I'm going to buy it, whereas before today I wasn't going to, but now I feel like I have to. I don't know why. We'll talk about that later. Um, yeah. That's so, for another time. Yeah, that's one for the grown-ups. So, um, so Pokemon Sleep is the the elevator pitch. Is it's Pokemon Go only instead of gaining benefit for your Pokemon while you walk, it is Pokemon Go where you gain benefit for your Pokemon while you sleep. There it is. Now, I actually talked to uh, Max Davy, who is uh, one of the authors of the Screen Time Guidance in the UK, um, and he actually had a real theory um, about, and so this is something that didn't make it into his literature, but he talked about the importance of sleep, specifically in children, because yeah. um, the, his theory is that it's possible that there's a, a, that a lack of sleep could impact not only just attention and, um, you know, but it could be that it can even impact things like BMI and weight and like all sorts yeah. of stuff. Like sleep is super important. So Very if we important. can find, so if, if somehow gamifying sleep means that kids will like go to bed, which I don't know that that's actually going to happen. Or, or, or check it out. Even grownups. Even grownups. Grown no, up, I, go to bed. See, I have a CPAP machine that gamifies sleep for me. If I sleep for the appropriate amount of time, I wake up and it gives me a happy face. It gives you a smiley face? Yeah, Mike does too. Face. <laughs> um, and if I don't do it, it gives me a red frowny face. Yeah, um, you got to so, get that happy face. Got to get that happy face. So... Um, so I don't necessarily need Pokemans for that, but but Miranda is right. It is rough for folks that have actual insomnia. I yeah. can't. I mean, this is one of those they can't get everything perfect. But the idea is, I, I last night when they announced it, I wasn't mad. I was bewildered. I was like, this just seems weird. But then I slept on it. But yeah, go ahead. But I was feeling the same way because I'm like, what are we gonna do with this thing? And because you and I talked about this a little bit before the podcast started, before we went live, I'm fascinated by the potential angle about them taking their health app. So Nintendo was working on a bunch of like health art. They put a bunch of research and uh -huh. development dollars into um, improving health. You uh -huh. know, Nintendo wanted to be on the forefront of ensuring that video games were going to augment a person's life in every imaginable way, including by monitoring and encouraging good, healthy habits. Uh -huh. So Pokemon Go was the first way that we saw them really diving into that by encouraging you to get outside, to go take a walk, to go connect with people, and to catch Pokemon along the way. Yep. They reward you 
you know, that you can hatch your eggs in there. You can, you know, like any number of things. And it, it's great. You can earn candy and it's, it's lovely. So Pokemon Sleep is an iteration of that. From my perspective, that's what it feels like. And that's going to allow them to, you know, help encourage those healthy habits for sleep as well. Because like you said, I mean, sleep is one of the most important things for your personal health in general, mm-hmm. right? You have yes. your oral health. So that's why we go see the dentist and we need to also be focusing on our sleep health, which is, is incredibly important because if it doesn't, if you don't sleep, your cortisol, your cortisol, cortisone, cortisol levels, um, usually skyrocket and that's your, that's your stress hormone. And that's what triggers uh, weight gain and stuff yeah. like that. And yeah. then you're like perpetually in fl- fight or flight mode, which sucks. Yeah. So, yeah, it's that's kind of my theory on this. My theory and, like, our shared theory, I think, is that this is Nintendo making good on those, like, R&D dollars that they they threw together a number of years yeah. ago and didn't really do anything with. Yeah, like, they shut down the program. but that They did. But that doesn't necessarily mean that they literally just put everything into a dumpster and burned it. Um, <clears throat> you this know. is um, So, desert. Miranda asked, um, you know, how are they tracking your sleeping? Um, uh, like a Fitbit. Uh, so far, they haven't announced it. Um, no, they I am haven't. presuming. Um, <clears throat> outside of the the other another announcement they made, which is the Pokeball Plus Plus, which will work like the Pokeball Plus that was released alongside Pokemon Go, like the little pin thing that you can wear. Um, it will work like that, but it will also work um as like a sleep tracker. So you, like you could put it on your bed next to you, and it'll detect whether or not you're sleeping. I'm sure that there are folks that will, you know, kind of game, you know, kind of game that system and just, you know, put it on their bed and turn it on and then like leave. But whatever. I mean, it, th- there are ways to track that. Also, like my phone knows when I am asleep if I am near it. Um so tracking sleep is not impossible. Um you just have to have a device that has um you know the that has like a what's the word? that senses motion it's got to have a uh shoot it has something to do with velocity give me a second continue um yeah thank you so it needs one of those um and as long as you have one of those because what in general when you sleep you don't move constantly like you might move suddenly and they programmers have figured out how to tell if you are yeah. sleeping or if you are awake and tossing and turning, because ideally mm-hmm. your body slows down. Now, obviously there's some folks that are restless sleepers, etc. This will not work for everyone. An accelerometer. Thank you. Yes. There Jeff. we go. I knew Jeff knows what's up. You brought, the, you brought this guy on for a reason, basically to make it so that um, I don't sound like a complete fool. Thank you, buddy. Um, so <laughs> great. the, um, okay. So, yeah, exactly. So, like, you're like, there are ways that they can identify what's going on. Not all of them are perfect, obviously, um, but there's enough to make it work for a video game. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think you're right. This is a great way for them to just not throw those the the development dollars away because they worked on this with at least a small team for a while. Enough that yeah. it was mentioned in earnings reports, and yes. they brought it up. They brought it up at at least. I mean, they brought it up at the E3 where they announced the Wii U, right? Or was it even before yes. that? No, it was um, at the E3 with the Wii U. Yep. So this is right. forever. Um, and so the gaming there was, years, yeah, that's forever yeah. ago. So they've been 
they've been at least a small team's been working on it. I think this is a great way to use it, and mm-hmm. I I actually think it could be kind of neat. The other angle on this one is um, Niantic can't make Pokemon Go any more Pokemon Go, right? No. Like at this point, it is what it is. They can add new Pokemon to it, and guess what? Good news. They add new Pokemon. They, they can give it new outfit. They can add new outfits. They can upgrade things. They can do events, and, and they will continue to do that. But they can't engage people any more than they already do. Mm-hmm. So, um, I think adding a different app that maybe will interact with Pokemon Go, um, but isn't Pokemon Go, that is a different activity. Because um, I think a lot of people have already worked Pokemon Go into their life, right? If, yeah, you know, it's a part of the routine now. And so for them, that's just what they do. And that's and there's a huge audience for that, bigger than any of us would have ever predicted when they told us this app was coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, but the um, but in but they can't juice them anymore without getting without without being ethically inappropriate, right? Like they obviously yeah. could, you know, make everything harder, add in more microtransactions, whatever. But adding a different game, they'd be like, hey, this is similar. You know, like that's a way to reach that super core. I've changed my life for Pokemon audience, and it's just a different game. So it's less yep. of a, you know. So I think that from a from that angle, I think that's pretty cool too. Um, I am very curious to see what's happening. They said a 2020 announce date, um, which is it sounds like it's a million years from now, but it's in less than it's in just a little bit more than six months. Yep. How weird is that? We're going to live in the future. We did get some comments. Um, Miranda said, um, it's also awesome for kids. Like you said, I never wanted to sleep and mom always fought me. Had I had this, I might've slept more. And with me, sleep deprivation was dangerous because of epilepsy. <coughs> so yeah, I mean, tra- if for nothing else, tricking your children into sleeping so that, because they don't know that sleep I mean, is, they don't know that huge. sleep is a big problem. And no, like we, Vivian, my my youngest daughter, she never wants to sleep. She hates sleeping, and I'm 99% sure that Blondie McGee just is like one bad science experiment away from being a supervillain. So whatever I can do to get her to sleep more, probably yeah. a good thing. When in doubt, like we we trick our kids to do their homework and do their chores, like it's like hiding broccoli, right? Trick, yeah, right. Um, how many people do we know put sweet potatoes in their uh, meatloaf? I know uh, they were talking about it at work today. I have legit never heard of that in my life. That must be an American thing. Do you know what meatloaf is? Yes. Okay, dude, I don't know if that was an American thing. No, I make meatloaf. No, I mean putting sweet potatoes in meatloaf. I've never I had never heard, heard of, of it today, too. I, I had never heard of it until today. My boss was talking about it. And I was what? like, That's why would weird. you do that? That just seems rude. That just seems that rude. That seem rude. Thank you. That seems rude. That's um, like it's just ruining. Okay. It's like, why would you ruin your meatloaf? Maybe it's not an American thing. Maybe it's just a Maybe bad just... thing because I had never heard of it. Um, But people definitely heard hide vegetables in their meatloaf. Yes, absolutely. I definitely hide vegetables in my of meatloaf. Of course you do. And by hide, I mean appropriately place. <laughs> that, that was a, spoken like a true mom. Um, You just like 100% mommed me. Um, and that's okay. Could be worse. So, um, what the, the only other thing they really announced uh, was because they went on and on and on about the Pokemon sleep thing. Is they talked they about did. the Pokemon shirts, which um, I know a lot of people were giving them crap for, but 
because it's oh this is old news. I'm like, no, it is not old news because it was Japan only, and now you can get those lovely That's shirts. The Uniqlo, right? Yeah, no, 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 no. Literally, if you go look for it, Pokemon shirts, they are designer dress shirts. There's one for every of the oh, one I of the original. This. Yeah, every one of the original 150 Pokemon has their own special fabric, and you can get Dang. a button-up dress shirt. I will be buying at least two. Um, cause I need I'm going to have to purchase for the men folk in the household. Sure. Um, I, I am sure that you would look fine in one of these shirts also. I'm just saying. Um, but, I do enjoy menswear. I mean, the button-up dress shirt looks nice. So they are – so, yeah, this was like at the end, and everybody's like, oh, this is I old totally news. I totally missed that. We already know about Pokemon shirts, blah, blah. And I was like, but, you, but yeah, but do you know how but much it is to ship a shirt, a shirt from Japan? It was expensive. I looked. Now Bad they're going to distribute. Now they're going to distribute them in the United States, possibly through Amazon. Like, please, girl, um, what? Amazing. That's so prob- maybe not. But even if they don't, like the shipping will be cheaper because you're not shipping it across an ocean. Uh, your boy Jeff says that he would take a ditto. That's somewhat. Um, that does not surprise me. That's. Not, I don't know if I can deal with that after after things. <laughs> so. Yeah. Right. Amanda saying she the, the the Pokemon shirts. You know what? Let's just do this. I have the internet. Um, by the way, the only other news is that uh, Sleeping Snorlax is in Pokemon Go right now. Yes. So if you we play... wrote about that on on the Super Parents. So if you want you, more info on the did. Snorlax, um, when in doubt, though, uh, well, number one, go to Super Parents, subscribe to them, uh, like them on Facebook, etc. We I will share that. from them later. Um, but let me get to the Pokemon shirts website. The problem is because of, um. All right, here we go. I think I think I found them. Here we the go. The only trick is, are they size inclusive? Oh, by the way, they have uh, women's shirts. Oh. Um. Good old darted Oxfords. Okay. Do I know if they are size inclusive? I don't know. I've never heard that the phrase before. Um. So I mean, like larger than a size large. Yeah. I, That's size inclusive. That makes sense. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but I'm gonna hit a button and look. Let's 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 do this together, let's everybody. Experiment. So uh, I'm gonna look for a men's casual shirt. Uh, XXL is too small for me, but whatever. I don't have to wear it buttoned, I guess. <laughs> um. Um. Let's see here. We got um. Uh, we have a Carly saying, "There you go." Is that is that one of your oh, friends? Oh yeah, she's she's one of my oldest friends, believe it or not. Hi Carly, welcome to the EFT Carly's show. Great. Hi Carly. Um, thank you for Thanks following. Thank oh, you for following that Amanda. That is Slate. size inclusive. Oh, that's great. That's great. So they have they have the they have a pretty full range of sizes, so all the way down to extra small. That's lovely. So all right, so the base. Oh, and you can choose collars. Oh my goodness. Oh yeah, no, yeah, this is insane. So um, I'm gonna make a. Uh, let's see here. I want to make a Psyduck shirt. Psyduck. Because he was one of the original 150, right? Yeah, he was. Yeah, absolutely. So, let's see here. Um, now the issue is this shirt is $100, so maybe I'll only get one. But, um, it'll look nice. Consider it, consider it an investment piece. Yeah, that's what I'll tell my wife. (laughs) You can get, you just. Honey, I need a $100 Pokemon shirt. She can come talk to me. It's an investment piece. You'll look really handsome in it. I mean, that's, I mean, that's awfully nice of you. Um, you told me at the top of the show you were a good actor. That's proof. Wow. Um, um, oh, come on. That was good. 
That was good. Um, okay, the Licky Tongue one looks like from the Rolling Stone. I'm into it. 10 out of 10. Um, oh, my God. I don't think I could rock that. Oh. Those are all very much. Oh, Miranda says I need to be able to review it. And to do that, I need to buy one. Look at look at oh, her. She's so smart. Um, th- I still don't know that that would work. These are but... great, though. I love all of these. Um, I love all of these options. Oh, my goodness. Look at that. Okay, this one Is looks kind of nice. The Licky Tongue one looks good. I, I got one, the uh, Victory Bell uh, on the... Which, oh, my goodness. This one These looks pretty rad. Gorgeous. I love I really, them. Oh, the Weeping Bell. My bad. Victory Bell is the next one. Honestly, the Victory Bell is not even that bad either. That's really great. Um, This one looks like sh- like just a regular plaid shirt. <laughs> like, I'm into that. This, That's this good. is one That's... of those, like, you could wear it and they won't know that it's a Pokemon shirt. That you're big... They just wouldn't know that I'm a big old dork. That's fine. Um, I just want everybody to know I'm a big nerd, so. Who is this, though? I don't know. Who is this? I'm so confused. Uh, maybe it's just a pattern. Because some of them, there's one that's just all Pokeballs. So it could be that it's just. I'm not it's finding the Psyduck one. one, but man, these are really nice. Oh, the Sandshrew one. The Sandshrew one, yo. That one's nice. These are and some it... nice shirts. All right, so I'm going to choose the Sandshrew one. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I'm applying that. It's got Sandshrew butts on it. Um, so I'm fine with that. So now we're gonna go to the style. Oh crap, I lost it. Fabric. Yeah, good old Doug Trio. Alright, so I'm gonna the Sandshrew. Alright, let's see. Oh my goodness, I love it. That shit, oh, that sandwich is fantastic. Isn't it good? I can't get it to save though. But think about all the stuff that you can change. All right, so you can you can customize the outer collar, the inner collar, the cuffs, the inside of the cuffs, the pocket, and the outer. I don't know what is that the 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 middle like the placket? Is that where the buttons are? That's where the buttons are. Thank you. So I could have this pattern then make everything else white. Yeah, or something like that. That's really nice. This is like Ishakti for dress shirts. Absolutely. I use Ishakti all the time. Um, our uh, Ishakti has like fully infiltrated the Northeast LARP community, which, by the way, I think you would get along with almost all of them. Um, you live like next door. You, you should come to a LARP sometime. Um, I've never LARPed. You should Wait. come LARP with me. I haven't LARPed since I was a teenager. Let me, let me just you say that. You should come LARP with me. I'll be... I will. I will totally LARP with you. Um, good okay. discussion for another day because I'm getting hungry. I haven't eaten dinner yet. So. Okay. So yeah, guys, I think that. So um, that's the big news. That's brilliant. I love it. So I, I missed that. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Well, you know what? It was kind of at the end, so you might have yeah, been kind of overwhelmed. Because I must have. I must have just been like, all right, peace. We're we're done after sleep because I can't handle anymore. Yeah. Um, That's great, though. I love that. I, I absolutely adore subtle geek fashion. It just makes me so happy. Yeah, me too. It really, really does. Okay, everybody. So um, my big beat. Amanda so. needs to go eat dinner. And so do I. In my body. And she's on the East Coast, which means it's almost 8 o'clock at night, so I'm sorry. Um, but thank you, Amanda, for joining me for the EFG show. We'll have to do this again sometime. Um, 
Um, if for nothing else, because that way you'll share it on your Facebook wall or something and everyone will come. All of your friends will come. Um, everyone who is listening, who was brought here by Amanda's, uh, you know, siren song. Thank you. Um, if you enjoyed what I did and are willing to watch me do it without Amanda, um, just like us on engagefamilygaming.com slash Facebook or facebook.com slash engagefamilygaming. Join our community, engagefamilygaming.com slash community. Believe it or not, Amanda's actually in there too. Um, because she's uh, part of the team. Um, so everyone, this has been the EFG show. Um, thank you very much for coming. Um, I got the EFG Daily Commute tomorrow, and we got the big EFG E3 prediction show that's going to even include a little bit of this clipped out of it uh, coming live on Friday. So, everyone, I will see you next... I, I think I'll see you Sunday for a Sunday night unboxing. Um, until next time, don't forget to get your family game on. We'll see you soon, everybody. Bye! Bye. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Tune in next week.